specific risks include blocked exits, obstructed fire department connections, which is how we get water into the buildings, combustibles accumulating against the buildings, unsafe use of propane and storage of flammable liquids, open flames, and there were continued amount of outdoor fires in the area. All right, good morning to you. This is Mike Smith. That was the voice of Vancouver Fire Chief Karen Fry speaking yesterday as police and city officials moved in to the Hastings Street encampment nearly nine months after her fire danger order to remove tents and structures from the sidewalk. Police moved in. The tents were removed. Let's discuss the operation now with my guest, Vancouver Police Chief Adam Palmer. I'm very pleased to welcome him back to the show. Chief Palmer, thank you for coming on. Good morning, Mike. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks for doing it. Let's discuss the operation here. There's, there was obviously a lot of planning that went into this. Did you achieve your goals yesterday? Yeah, you're right. There was a lot of planning. I mean, this is something that's been discussed uh, on a regular basis over the past months. It's been a growing concern in the downtown east side. Um, city-led operation by City of Vancouver you know, engineering and enforcing the fire chief's order and VPD of course was there to stand by and keep the peace as it, it's a dangerous environment down there. We wanted to make sure that everybody was safe. As far as how it went yesterday, we were met with some resistance. We did have, um, you know, a few incidents that were, you know, widely reported with um, some protesters and activists and, you know, hot coffee thrown on officers and a wrench thrown at officers and some stuff thrown out of uh, second story windows and stuff. But, Overall, um, things went quite smoothly. Not, not a lot of issues, actually, interestingly, with, uh, with people in the tents. It was more some of the activists in the area. But about 67 of the uh, 81 tents were removed yesterday, and we're back down there again today with the city. Okay, so there's still tents down there? Yeah, there are. So not all of the tents. We weren't able to remove them all last night. So we did remove, like I say, 67 of the 81 there was about another dozen or so that showed up overnight. Um, so we'll be dealing with those as well as the ones from yesterday, uh, today. Okay, what are your concerns there with people continuing to show up and, and pitch tents down there? Because we heard from a lot of people yesterday, residents in the neighborhood saying, look, this is not going to solve anything. You can move us along here today, but there's nowhere for people to go. They're just going to come back. Let me play a clip here for you. Christy Poirier, who is a, a resident in the neighborhood. Here's what she had to say, and I'll get your thoughts, Chief. Here we go. Where are you going to go? Uh, probably out back. I wait a day or two, and I'll come right back. That's what we did last time. I've been I've been here for almost two years straight. Okay, he says, hey, I'll, I'll go in the back and then just come right back. We're not going anywhere. Just going to co go back. Your thoughts? Yeah. So I mean, I'm under no illusions that we're going to, you know, ever get rid of tents in the downtown east side, and that's not, you know, our intention to make the the whole place tent free, you know, for here on and forever. I think we have to be realistic. In the last, um, you know, homeless count, and you probably know the numbers as well as I do, from 2020, I think there was about 2,100 homeless people in Vancouver. So housing and homelessness is a huge issue in our city, in our province, and in our country. So this by no means um, was going to solve homelessness. And we expect, uh, of course, that there's going to be more tents popping up. The big issue that was arising down there was the decampment and the huge encampment that was, um, you know, building over many months. And we've seen time and time again, Mike, that when you do get large groups of uh, tents and these encampments in our city over time, 
They lead to nothing but uh, death and violence and crime and really unsafe conditions. And in the case of this encampment down there, we had numerous cases that, you know, have been widely reported on your media station as well as others of, you know, weapons, knives, handguns, shotguns, assaults, sexual assaults, robberies, arsons. I mean, we've had many tents catch on fire, but also the concern about those tents then catching buildings on fire. And I know you've been speaking with Karen Fry, the fire chief, and, you know, she discussed, you know, all the dangers of blocking doorways and um, fire access and buildings catching fire. We've had uh, people stabbed, people shot, people shot with crossbows, firefighters assaulted and chased around, ambulance attendants shot with BB guns. Like, that is an unsafe environment. So we're not going to let the, the encampment exist in its current state, but it would be normal to expect you're going to see tents here and there in the downtown east side. That, that's part of life in our city. Speaking of Vancouver Police Chief Adam Palmer, you mentioned yesterday that there, or you mentioned there was some resistance yesterday during the police operation. Were there were arrests made? Is that correct? Yeah, there were three arrests made uh, yesterday, um, all assault related. Some on officers. Um, in total, we had about sixty protesters that came out that were on the street that our officers uh, managed throughout the day. But three arrests in total. Okay, you make a distinction between the protesters and and the residents of. The people who are actually living on the sidewalk, right? There's a difference there. Like, are you saying that the people who were doing the assaults were the protesters? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. we actually had very little resistance from people in tents that were, uh, you know, camped down there. Uh, that wasn't the issue. The issue was sort of the, the group of people that came down afterwards and were, you know, supporting uh, people that are living homeless. And everybody's got the right to protest in Canada. And we have no problem with that. And we're happy to facilitate lawful protests. But these were uh, largely people that were not um, from the tents themselves. Some of the protesters were complaining yesterday that their legal observers were blocked from going in and observing the police operation. Is that true? Well, when we first started the operation, we did have uh, um, some access was blocked off on the streets from vehicles. We had a pool camera set up for media. And shortly after that, actually, it was just opened up and people were freely walking around in there. So it was kind of a fluid situation. There was no intention to block out legal observers. And as you probably saw from the coverage, it, it was sort of, you know, open to anybody that wanted to mill around down there. But in the areas surrounding the, you know, directly around the, the tents when the city workers were doing their dismantling um, of those and packing up the belongings of people and um, storing them for them and moving them to another location, uh, you know, we didn't have people like peering over the shoulders right there at that moment. Let me play another clip here for you from one of the residents affected down there who was complaining that people were being told to move but not being given any place to go. This is Mike Irwin. He's a resident down in the neighborhood. Let's listen and then I'll get your thoughts. They haven't specified where they're going to put all the people. They've just said that they're going to house their stuff in black bins and where are all the people going? They haven't said anything about that, right? What are your what? How do you respond to that? He he's saying that well, you know, people are being told to move along, but they're not being given a place to stay. Well, just on the housing front, and you know, the the housing crisis that we do have in our city and in our province. I mean, police are not the experts and have no responsibility for housing. So, you know, I'm sure the city and the province will have some comments on that. But what I do know of that is that um, the way that's being characterized or mischaracterized is interesting because. I'm well aware of what's gone on down there over the last um, several months, and the city has been down there 
every day, Mike, and they talk to people every day, and they've actually housed many, many people out of there. Many tents have been removed over those past few months. So we were down to people that uh, just were refusing to leave and would not leave the area, but people had lots of opportunity. And of the people that uh, did have the tents removed yesterday, I believe it's about 10 of them did, um, they were able to facilitate uh, shelter for them last night, and those were 10 that asked. And then they were, the city was holding additional shelter spaces for people that uh, were leaving the encampment. So the city was making arrangements to help those uh, folks out. Last question for you. Will this reduce crime and disorder in that neighborhood? You described the assaults, the sexual assaults, the, the weapons, the fires. Will this reduce it in your mind, or does it just move it around somewhere else? Well, the encampment definitely will reduce things and will help things out because those encampments are nothing but hotbeds for crime, for fires, for sexual assaults, for, you know, very serious incidents. I, I thought it was interesting, the uh, Atira Women's Resource Centre, who, you know, is a well-known service provider in the downtown east side, and they reported recently that 50 women surveyed throughout that encampment, 100% of them had been subjected to violence, including sexual assault. So I think that says a lot right there. We've got a third-party service provider providing that kind of data. So those encampments are not safe. They're full of weapons. 19 officers assaulted down there. Numerous uh, citizens stabbed and shot and, um, you know, severely beaten over that time period. And I, it will help, 100%. You can't have that critical mass in an encampment, and it just makes the city unsafe. Thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate it. You're welcome.